this story. We're so glad that you could join us this Christmas Eve service at Christian Chapel. The story of the innkeeper. He's not really in the Bible. He's part of the tradition, but what a great thought of Mary and Joseph not having a place because every guest room, every inn was full, and yet the innkeeper reminds us to make room. So tonight we're going to talk about some of the players in the story. This is how Luke chapter 2 records the first Christmas story. Luke, the doctor who writes this gospel, starts in chapter 2, verse 1. He says, In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. He's basically collecting taxes is what it is. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth and Galilee to Judea to, the Bethle- to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And here is the great story, the story of all stories, this moment in time that God inserts Jesus into humanity. Beyond legend, beyond myth, we have this great story. And the great critic, Eric Auerbach, wrote this about the biblical nativity, that it depicted something which neither the poets nor the historians of antiquity ever set out to portray, the birth of a spiritual movement in the depths of the common people from within the everyday occurrences of contemporary life, simply said, God of all creation came to us. A story so unheard of, not found in any other religious story. No religion ever had this kind of loving God. And the only fanfare was a star revealed to some astrologers in Persia. And an angel to some shepherds in a field in Bethlehem. It's interesting that the creator, God, chose a people that would reject him. He chose people that would kill him. And in that knowledge, he chose to come and fulfill the righteous requirements of the law perfectly through his own son, Jesus. He chose a special place to start this story, a place called Bethlehem. Its name means house of bread. How fitting that Jesus himself would refer refer to himself as the bread of life, the life giver coming from the house of bread. Bethlehem is is the town of David, King David. This was his hometown, his home territory. And so Joseph has to go back there to register to pay taxes to the Roman government. And so it was Joseph's great, 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 great grandfather. And he didn't get lost. He knew the way. I mean, he didn't need directions or GPS. He still found the way. And I think sometimes we feel like this is just sort of an afterthought. But it's prophesied thousands of years before God didn't forget 
that Jesus was coming. And he had a special place. I know we think in tradition, there's this dirty stable, a feeding trough, sort of an afterthought that somehow God overlooked this detail of the story. It's here in this picture. Kids, you all got your pictures? This is the stable. And now it's not the actual stable, right? This isn't, you know, we photoshopped it, okay. But it's here that tradition says he was born. We kind of have these images that it was just some some sort of random place. You have to ask yourself, was this an oversight? We've been going over in the last few weeks at Christian Chapel the, the stories of Christmas. The silence that precedes it. The stargazers, the seekers with the star. The shepherds and how... This wasn't just by chance, and I have to believe that this stable was not just chance. It, wasn't, it just didn't happen to be out behind the Motel 6. Did you ever think that God maybe, maybe forgot to make his hotel reservation? That Mary and Joseph begin on this long journey, and God is scrambling, going, oh, I forgot to make the hotel reservation. We know this isn't true because Scripture even tells us that before the foundations of the earth were laid, the plan of salvation was already in place. Look at 1 Peter 1.20. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 says this, Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. So did God leave Mary and Joseph to find a, a hotel in the final minutes of her pregnancy after a long, hard journey? Did he assign this task to a forgetful angel? In all the things that were delegated in the coming of Christ, did an angel forget to make the hotel reservation? I mean, can you imagine what that phone call looked like as God picks up the phone and says, I'll make the reservation myself? Do you think it might have went something like this? Holiday in reservation line, may I help you? Yes, I need a room. And when would this be for? Tonight. I need it tonight. I'm sorry, sir, but we are all booked up. You know, with the census and all. But I really need a room. I'm sorry, sir. There is nothing I can do. Nothing? Sir, don't you know it's Christmas Eve? You should have thought about this months ago. I thought about this several thousand years ago. Well, I don't show any reservation under your name. What did you say your name was, sir? Yahweh. Yay, W-A-Y. Yahweh. Would it be just you or is Mrs. Way coming as well? No, what? What? Is it just you or is there another way coming? Maybe a Mrs. Way. No, there's, there's no Mrs. Way. I'm the only way. Well, actually, my son is going to be the way. <laughs> so your son is coming too, but not your wife. I don't have a wife, but yes, my son is coming. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. Did she pass away? Did who pass away? Your wife. I've never had a wife. How do you have a son, then? Oh, I see. Well, it's none of my business. So it'll just be you and your son, then? (laughs) You don't understand. Uh, Look, I just need a room for the couple giving birth to my son. Say what? I still don't have any room. Well, do you have anything? I mean, the couple is giving birth to my son tonight. Okay, I gotta ask. No, just seriously, I just need a room. Best I can do is the storage shed out by the pool. 
There might be some deck chairs or pool noodles to make them comfortable. That's the best you can do? Look, we are all booked up, and we already have a waiting list. Do you want that or what? Oh. My. Me. I, I guess I'll take it. All right, what name can I put on the reservation? Mary and Joseph. And the name of this son to be born? Emmanuel. God with us. The Prince of Peace, the Mighty God, the Holy One of Israel. The Redeemer, Comforter, Shepherd, Everlasting Father, Adonai. Lion of the tribe of Judah, Bright and Morning Star, Savior, Messiah. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't get all of that. Jesus, the Christ. And he would be born in a stable. It wasn't an oversight. It was a stable. Born for you and for me. Prophesied in Bethlehem. And here you have a stable. If you've been with us any of the past Sundays, we talked this last week about where Bethlehem and to whom the shepherds And it's not just an ordinary stable, and these are no ordinary shepherds. This stable was reserved for the temple flock. In the fields of Bethlehem, it wasn't just ordinary sheep. These were to be the sacrificial sheep, the temple sheep. And one perfect spotless lamb would become the sacrificial lamb on that Passover. And so it was in this stable For these special lambs to give birth to the ewes that Jesus was born. We don't know how he got there, but we can speculate that maybe it was a relative or a friend. When they go to a house of a family member to say, do you have any room for us? And they say, look, every every family member we know and don't even like are here. Everything's taken. But you know, you have a second cousin once removed down the road. Maybe they got something. And here, Mary and Joseph end up, not by chance, not by coincidence, but by the sovereign hand of God. And it was here in this special birthing stable for the sacrificial lambs that Mary and Joseph would go. And I know by tradition it's a dirty barn, right? But this was probably a clean place. By rabbinic standards, it was going to be clean. And they would have taken these baby lambs, and you know what they would have wrapped them in? You know what they called it? Swaddling clothes. Familiar in the story? What do they wrap Jesus in? Swaddling clothes. This is the first encounter that man would have with God in human form. And he chose some pretty ordinary people, but they were very special. Watch this video. Wow, what a a great narrative of who Mary is. And... Have you ever taken a moment to think about what Mary must have felt that night? I think that's a great perspective. Hey, how did you get up here? You don't know? You say hi to everybody? Hi. What's your name? You don't know? 
This is Robinson. We call him Robbie. He's my son. He's going to help us tonight. You're going to help, help me tonight? Awesome. We're going to place the players that are in this story. And, well, we just talked about Mary, so I think we should probably go ahead and put Mary in. Mary's the one with the blue thing on her head. We're going to put Mary in the stable. We think she belongs right in there. And uh, whichever side you want to do, is that a good spot for her? What do you think Mary felt that night, buddy, when she gave birth to baby Jesus? Well, she's what? Scared. Scared. I bet she was scared. She had all those animals around her, too. You think she was scared? What else was Mary feeling that night? Anxious? Worried? Maybe she was one of those detail-oriented moms that just had to have everything in place, right? And that night, she's in a stable, not at home. And who knows if there was any friends or family around. So I bet she was going through a lot of emotions. Should we put somebody else in there? Who's this guy? What's his name? Joseph. You got it? He's going to go in the stable too. So go ahead and put your Joseph into your story. There you go. They're kind of far apart there. Is she mad at him? She probably said to him, this is all your fault. And he said, no, it's not. First man in history who could ever say that. Some of you will get that later. You want to put all the people. Okay, well, let's talk about Joseph. What was he feeling that night? You think he was scared too? Because he'd have to be a daddy now, wouldn't he? He'd have to take care of baby Jesus, wouldn't he? I bet Joseph was feeling all sorts of things too. Well, let's, who else do you want to put in there? Well, we're going to keep him for a little bit later. Why don't we, we already talked about the shepherds. Why don't we put the shepherds in there, or the shepherd? There you go. Where do you want to put him? You want to put him over to the side? There you go. And what should we put with him? The sheep. All right. Let's put the sheep in. Awesome. Parents, you can help or do your own. It's all right. What do you want to put in next? Do you think we should put in the donkey? Yeah. Okay, let's put the donkey in. Because we think that's what they rode on, most likely. You want to put them over here? There's some space there. There you go. Very good. You want to put put the cow in? Yeah. All right. This is a nice sort of longhorn kind of Kansas-looking cow in the middle of the Middle East. All right. You put them right there. You know what? If we move them off to the side just a little bit, let's put them right there. Put them right by the donkey. Who else is there? We know from tradition that eventually, Angel talked to Mary and Zechariah, and Joseph. All right, so we got the angel. What, we have to probably put the star up there too then, huh? Who followed the star? You remember? Good job. The wise men. So we put the wise men up there? Now, by tradition, we say there's three wise men, but the Bible actually doesn't say how many wise men there were. We just know that there were three gifts. You want to put one of the gifts up there? And we assume that there are three, but there's actually more. Can we put one there? You want to put another one up there? But these were pagan astrologers, stargazers, who came visiting because they read the signs in the the sky. Isn't it tempting in this busy holiday season to sort of remember the story and the nativity, but not actually put Jesus in the center of what we're doing? But isn't that what this is all about? In all the fun and all the... All right, pack it out. It's a packed house. I love how you put the king on the cow. I like it. That's certified prime right there with the king on it. 
But it's easy in the mix of all the other things because on top of all these stories, we have candy canes and stockings and Santa and presents and all these other things that sort of distract from the true meaning. And so it's always a challenge to keep Jesus in the center because there's all this other busyness going on. But this Christmas, could you keep Jesus at the center? When your family celebrates amidst the presents and the food and the the joy and the laughter and the cleaning up and the eating and all those things that we do, could you keep Jesus at the center? You know the one thing about Mary and Joseph that they have in common that I really admire about Mary and Joseph is they both said yes. They both said yes. They invited God's participation in their life. You got them all, dude. Mary and Joseph. They said yes. Come here, buddy. And this Christmas, you don't want me to touch your head. Your, your hair's done just right. High five. All right. Good. This is the second service for him, so I know when he's done, we're all done. Service will be over no matter what. Well, come on, buddy. Let's, let's finish our story, and then we've got a couple of things we're going to do with everybody, okay? This is, not, this is not planned. This is what you get for having children on the stage with you. You know, there's so many things going on at Christmas, it's, it is hard to keep Jesus at the center. And so that's the simple challenge of tonight is keeping Jesus at the center. And like Mary and Joseph, simply invite him into your life. If you would, invite him into your stable. You know, we, we aren't commanded in Scripture to celebrate Christmas. We are commanded in Scripture to celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus. And so because of Easter, we celebrate Christmas. Because Jesus was who he claimed to be, we celebrate Christmas for it without the resurrection, without the valid proof that he was who he said he was. He was the son of God. It leaves us no choice but to believe that he is who he said he was. He didn't claim to be just a prophet or a teacher or some good moral person. He claimed to be the son of God. So he either is crazy or by his resurrection proved that he was indeed the son of God. And so because of Easter, we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate God's intervention into mankind in a very powerful way. The Bible says that on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the Passover bread and he broke it and he said, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Because of Christ's broken body, we have access to God the Father again. And we remember his great sacrifice for us. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to us. That we might have access. That we would be invited in again into relationship with you. And for that, we are thankful. God, thank you so much. That we can stand in celebration for what you've done We don't celebrate the simple existence of a higher power, Lord. We celebrate your personal and life-giving connection to us through your Son, Jesus. Lord, may we all in this season keep you at the center and walk in that, in all that happens over the next day or few days as we celebrate, as we laugh, as we watch our kids, as we 
celebrate with family and friends. May we constantly be filled and may your love fill every nook and cranny of every moment of this great holiday season. That's our prayer. Amen. Well, we're so thankful that you're with us tonight.